0: Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Vlogcast. I am your host Michelle Gomo, and today is day 8 of our Bible in a Year Challenge. As um, you well know, we will be taking readings from Genesis, Job, and Proverbs. The um, chapters we'll be looking at would always be placed in the description box, so if you have no idea what verses or chapters we're going to be reading for the day, you can just go and check it out from there. So today we are seeing another covenant. This one kind of weighs more because there is a physical change. You can actually see and hear the change and this is where God changes the names of Abraham and his wife from Abraham to Abraham and Sarai to Sarah to visually and physically represent the fact that they have new destinies. They have new purpose they have a purpose they have a promise that is going to be accomplished and this is kind of significant for me to point out because so many times god changes things in our lives that we physically cannot see and just because they're 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 very they're unbearable to understand we can't understand them they don't seem feasible or practical we just choose to remain in the doubts because most of the time we are moved by what we see. We, we always see things. We always want to believe things that we see physically. And then things that we can't see, they don't, they, don't, they don't seem to ease into our minds that easily. It's very hard to grasp onto things and to hope to things that we cannot see. But today, God wants to effect that change in your life. And just like he did with Abraham and his wife, Sarah, he physically changed their names and also instituted the covenant through circumcision. That is like a physical representation that now they belong to him. I think that that is very significant for me, for us today, because most of the times we've been tagged by different names, by different people, and even by ourselves. We've called ourselves lazy. We've called ourselves hopeless. We've called ourselves stupid. We've called ourselves useless, meaningless. We've tagged ourselves with names that do not represent who we are in God. And today, God is using this as a way to reach out to somebody and tell you that your name is not abandoned. Your name is not hopeless. Your name is not despair. Your name is not worry. Your name is not anxiety. Your name is chosen, your name is precious, your name is unique, your name is special. Your name is your new identity hidden in Jesus Christ. And so just let go of whatever um, pain and troubles you're passing through that seems to outweigh God's promises. Because God has changed your name when he died for you on the cross. He changed your name from from being accused, from being found guilty, to being found worthy, to being found innocent. Another thing I'd like to point out to, in today's um, story is the fact that, like I said yesterday, it's how I, I didn't even think that we we're going to be going into this part today, but it's very connected. Yesterday I was talking about how we should leave and hand over everything to God and trust Him and just rest and be still and know that he is in control and know that he's God. Today we see Sarah in a very desperate position where she doesn't trust, where she grasps the control back from God and takes the situation and tries to handle it herself. And we see how that backfires at her. So she gives her slave to her husband to bear a child because obviously she feels like she can't ever have a child. She's already old. She's 90 or 90 something. So you know what? Just sleep with my slave let her have a child I'll take the child as my own and then we can move on from there but then it backs fires at her and she ends up treating her slave so bad that the slave runs away when we try to handle situations ourselves and try to take control we make we make those situations worse we make them very unbearable because we have no idea what we're doing we don't have that power You don't have the power to take control of your life because your life kind of outweighs you I think I said this in one episode I can't remember which but I did say that your life is way bigger than you your purpose is way bigger than you you have you don't you don't have you don't have what it takes to control your life you can't control whether you wake up today you can't control if you're going to fall sick today you can't control if you're going to see tomorrow but there is one who does and when we hand over and when we accept that he's in control and give him that power and give him that authority now we are placing our hands in the one of in, in the hands we are placing our lives sorry in the hands of somebody that is capable to actually control it so this is just a reminder hand over all controls to god and sometimes it feels like god doesn't know what he's doing it feels like you know better it feels like your plans are way better than his but just trust him on this one, because every time you try to take back that control and try to handle the situation, it, it it doesn't end, it doesn't end well, it doesn't end well. So another thing that I'd also like to cite is in Job, when we read the passage of Job today, it's also um the conversation continues between Eliphaz, Job's, Job's friend and Job, and There is one statement that I would like to cite, that is from chapter 5 verses 8. It says, if I were you, I would turn to God and present my case to him. We cannot understand the great things he does, and to his miracles there is no end. This was actually the last thing that Job wanted to listen to. Job was stating his case, Job was pretty much arguing with God. Eliphaz was telling Job that you know what you're not perfect you're not as righteous as you think you are because when you have that standard when you compare yourself with the standards of God you fall short so just because you think you're good and everything good should happen to you that's not how it's going to go because you're not good because you're not even righteous enough for God and then Job was kind of arguing with his friend like why would you say that like you know me you know everything I do you know that everything I say is right I do everything by the precepts of God I pray every time I offer sacrifices but it was evident when I was reading this conversation that Job really didn't want to prove that his friend was wrong and that he was right. He didn't want to prove that God was wicked. All he wanted was for somebody to comfort him, somebody to understand him, somebody to grieve with him. And that just makes me understand that some people that are passing through things don't just want us to prove or they they don't just want us to be logical about it. They want us to pass through that pain with them. They want us to be there to comfort them. So while we are looking for comfort from God, see if you can be a comfort for somebody else in your life. See if you can be there for somebody. People are going through a lot, a whole lot. If people open their mouths to tell you what they're passing through, you would carry your own troubles. Thank God that That is what, that is only what you have to deal with. And you go home and rest. There are so many people that are passing through so many things. I once actually sent out a BC, BC? I think I posted it on my story, on my WhatsApp story. It was about suicide. And I didn't even know that that was Suicide Awareness Month. Like I didn't know there was a thing like Suicide Awareness Month. But I just felt led to actually reach out to people that are struggling with addictions of some kind. Or you're struggling with suicide, um, suicide voices in your head. And I did that. I posted on my story and I was shocked at the amount of people that actually replied that they were dealing with those things, but they didn't know how to approach me. They didn't know how to ask for help, but it was eating them from the inside out. And I was glad I did that at that time because I could be there for some of my closest friends. But I had no idea they were passing through those things. So mo- this is like a or an eye-opener just be there grieve with your friend help them advise them show them that god loves them because sometimes you are the only way that god has to reach out to someone sometimes you're the you're the only voice that they, they would listen to and sometimes god wants to use you to bring someone out of their pit So open open yourselves up today. Open yourselves to that. Try and see how you can be present for one person in your life and help them through whatever they're dealing with. And also sometimes we find out that we don't really want to be found right or found just in the eyes of God. We just want Him to be there for us. We want Him to comfort us. So this is also a reminder that God is there for you. As descendants of Abraham spiritually, we are sharing in his blessings. We are sharing in his promises. We are also sharing in the covenant. And now we are God's people. And God has promised that he's going to fight our battles. He's always going to be there for us. So trust in that. Don't try to take back control. And just rest in that promise. That's all I have for today, guys. Thank you for listening. Um please try and subscribe if you haven't already if you're depending on always receiving the link from me i don't think that's going to be possible the way i'm saying things because i will not always have the time to share the link every single day for the next 350 something days so just subscribe right now as i'm talking to you before this episode ends click the subscribe button so you always get notifications about new episodes and you don't ever have to miss a single one thank you for being on this episode and um staying up until this moment i will see you guys tomorrow same time same place also don't forget to share and i hope you have an amazing day